Hi, I'm Peter. And I'm Kepia. Welcome to the This and That Chat. Hello? Hello? Are you telling me to go first? Sometimes it just happens, but today we were like looking at each other and not sure who was going to go. I know. It's one of those days, I feel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I feel like something special happens this weekend. Happened or happened? Happened. This weekend? Yeah. Um, not sure. I don't remember anything. Special? No. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> 22 years. Finally. I said that to somebody. I was like, finally. And they were like, finally. And, and I realized that I gave them zero context for my finally. Okay. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, do you know why I say finally? Why? Do you know? Please silence your that phones was your before text. recording. That was your text. <laughs> so? Um, what was the question again? Why do I say finally? Do you understand me when I say that? Because we've been saying 22 years. Exactly. So now we're going to spend an entire year saying God, no, 23 no, no, years. No, 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 no. We made a mistake in doing that. It got to the point where I wasn't sure. By the way, we still haven't said 22 year anniversary. Okay. Oh, yes. But now I feel like we spent so much time saying 22 years that when it actually came to the day, I was a little bit like, wait, 22, 23. And I was like, wow, you really do get to a point where you lose track of time. Like, how long has it been? We do the math. We have to do the math. I feel like the way that we count or the way I count and then you start counting. There you counting. go. Okay, but you agree with it. So no. you're part of it as Hold much on as a I am. Let's let's get this on the record. Okay. I don't agree with the way you count. Wrong. No. You have accepted it. I've accepted it. There's and a difference. And you use it. No. So. Because you don't understand it any other way. Come, come now. So. Who's been saying 22 years? Listen, it's, it's accepted. Not. I've not conformed. You're the only person that I count with like that. So for the ones wondering, kept me accounts, whatever's convenient. So if we're going on vacation and there's physically 13 days left before we go, she says it's a week. Why? Because we didn't hit 14 days. 14 days would be two weeks. But because it is 13 days... She lies to herself for the extra six days. Well, here's the thing. Hold on. Let me finish. The weekends don't let count. Me... The day that you're in doesn't count. There we the go. The day that you're leaving doesn't count. So she knocks off six days. Like six whole 24-hour days. I how... mean, that's exaggerated, but sure. No, it's not exaggerated. Hold on a second. What is... How many hours is six days? Oh, God. Bless. Six days. Of course, my face recognition stuff doesn't work. 24 hours. That's 144 hours of you lying to yourself. No. Anyways, 22 years. Right. So that's what I I was going to say. I I feel like there's two schools of thought where 
somebody could say, yeah, you're right in the way you're counting. And someone else could say, no, that's messed up. Right. So it's kind of like opinion. How many people? Majority based. How many people right at this moment are saying, I'm not the only one. There has to be somebody else who counts like that. Does anybody in your family count like that? Yes. Sue counts even worse than I do. Okay, explain. Because I need to understand how worse than knocking six days off. I mean, it's like that. I do count weekends. She doesn't count weekends. You just said that weekends yeah, don't count. Yeah, I know. I was joking. Because when mm. she would hear this, she would hear it. And she would be like, yes. But no, Sue, actually, you're the only one who does that. Okay. Seriously, though, I do count weekends. What I don't count is I don't count today because you're living it. If it's really close to tomorrow, tomorrow doesn't count either because it's almost here. Okay. The day that you leave doesn't count because that's happening. And the day before really doesn't count either because the countdown is at zero. Can you? It's tomorrow. Are you people hearing this? Okay. So that so in speaking about how we're counting, I count as though the eighth was our anniversary. Okay. Okay. And we completed twenty two years of being together. I agree. Which means we just started year 23. We have not completed year 23, but year 23 is loading. Right. And right now it's at like 2% loaded, right? Or 1% actually, because it's just a couple days. And eventually, you know, halfway through, it's going to be 50% loaded, but you're in year 23. So at what point do you start saying that we've been together for 23 years? When you're like at three fourths, probably because it's almost there. Even though you shouldn't do that, because then so, that creates confusion. But doesn't fifty percent? Doesn't fifty-one percent make you closer to twenty-three? But yes, but you're still too close to the center. Hmm. For example, I'll tell you another person who counts like that, Lily. Right? She told me you're almost at graduation, and I was like, No, I'm not. Okay. When I'm when it's October, November, you can tell me I'm almost there. I'm like, there's still a year left. She's like, yeah, but like, y- you started a year and four months ago. You're already like a year and four months past where you started. And I was like, yeah, which feels like I'm at the halfway point right now. But that's what I'm saying. So do you agree or don't agree? I'm I. It's a little bit of a stretch for her because you're talking about a year. A whole year. But once you go past that middle point, mm-hmm. I think you're already, you're closer to the finish line than you are the starting. I mean, yeah, but if you were to turn around and go backwards, you wouldn't really have to run that far back. It'd be yes, easier to run backwards than to if, run okay, forward. If you're traveling one mile, right, and you get to 50 Point fifty of a mile, you are literally at the midway point. Right, right. Which means if you're tired and you give up and say, I'm just going back, you're a dope. Sure. Because of course, we're not you, disputing that. You, you would be walking the same amount of distance and reach your finish line. So, in your case, your entire program is two, month, two years and four months long. Two years and five months long. Something like that. Two years and five months long. You've completed one year and four months. So you are closer 
to your finish line than you are the starting line. That is correct. But it's harder to go forward than it is to go backwards. Would you go backwards, though? Because no, you wouldn't you go to unlearn. You're a quitter. But you wouldn't go to unlearn. Yeah. You're still at that point. Yeah, it's terrible either way. I feel like right now, don't talk to me. Right now, we're halfway. Don't talk to me about being close to the end, where the end looks like I have a whole other lap to go. Do you understand that this is an entire trip around the sun? That's how long we have before we get to where we're going. And that's Don't tell another, me we're halfway there. And that's another 365 Ooh, days my. of Earth rotation. And maybe more because I think that graduation's like at the end of April. So we're still not even at the year yet. It's funny because when it's bad stuff that is happening or stuff that I want to delay, right? Um, it is like every single second counts of that much time when I want it to be delayed. Mm-hmm. But when you're excited about something coming forth, it's like that's like literally days away. Well, it's like. It's like a vacation. When you get to vacation, you look back and you're like, what the heck? The whole week is gone. And you spent an entire six months looking forward to it. I wonder, actually. Do you wonder? Because this episode, we're supposed to talk. Really, I want to focus in on a couple things of, like, our married life. Like, um, I would like to do, like, a... What we thought we wanted versus what we want now. Okay. Okay. But one of those things is I was thinking, just to finish off on the vacation thing, I was thinking if you could go on vacation until you're like, okay, I'm bored of vacation. I want to go home and have a normal life now. I wonder how long that would actually take. Is that six months of you, like, literally doing nothing? Mm. Is that too much time? Because I know okay, that people, so when they're retired, it's a, very exciting. Yes, but there's a, there's, there's a difference. Mm-hmm. There is a factor in that mm-hmm. that would make all the difference in the world. Okay. Do you have enough money? To be. Yes, yes. Say that you have enough money. And it's not like you're in a lavish vacation, but mm-hmm. you're on vacation. No need to work. Right. Let's and, say but, you're getting your retirement check, I guess. Right. But not retirement. Just like you have able, enough money and, for that. And you're able to bounce around and go to different places or you're stuck in one place? See, but I feel like that changes because mm. it could take a whole year to see the whole world. And then but you that's would, what I'm That saying. would be exciting. So let's say you're on vacation. We're in Georgia. Okay. On vacation in a cabin. Okay. How long before you're like, I want to get back? With nobody having any deadlines or contracts or anything like that. But we're able to go do stuff? We can do stuff, yeah. We're just not traveling the U.S. I think we could, we could be there a long time. I know. That's what I'm thinking. We could be there a you long and, time. You and I can be there for a long Yes. And time. I feel like you would look back and you would be like, it's been a month since we've been here? Yeah. How? Because I always feel like when it's time to come back from vacation, I felt like I was just getting into the mood of vacation. 
But isn't that what vacation's supposed to do? It's supposed to take but you. But isn't it sad too? Yes, but it's supposed to take you to the point of full relaxation, mm-hmm. which is where we say, "Oh, I'm finally there," and then we got to drive back home. Mm-hmm. The problem which is, is amazing. The problem is the stress of the drive back home and thinking I got to go back to work on Monday. It's very depressing. Cancels out like three or four days. Exactly. <laughs> I wonder, I think that even if you had a shuttle picking you up, a flight bringing you back home, and there was, like, no trip, per se, oh, it's you, terrible. You Let me tell you something. I honestly don't know how um, mo- much more difficult it would be to not be able to get away at all because like as a kid we didn't have vacation but as a kid I didn't have the stressors of an adult right and I just think about how there was the one year remember we didn't go on vacation at all here's your water if you want it um hold on tossing toss it toss me toss it you're gonna have to toss me who said that Gimli yes Um, but remember the one year that we did not go on vacation? I don't remember why, if we didn't have the money to go or you didn't have the time off to go. And we literally felt like we were going to snap that year because we did nothing. We went nowhere. We did absolutely nothing. Nothing. And it was just like, wow, I can't, like, I don't even know. So I look forward to that week off, which... You know, normally in every other job, you had two weeks, right? And one week we would go on a cruise and another week we would go to Georgia or we would go to Orlando, whatever, right? Um, and now that second week is sort of like little days. like Right, they're here in splits. And, I kind of prefer. Like it. Yeah. yeah, because it gives us more to look forward to throughout the year than just And thankfully, you know, thankfully, we are able to take more of those little... Mm-hmm. spurts mm-hmm. so i'm i'm okay with it being spurts yeah yes we have one coming now which is supposed to be like our anniversary getaway mm-hmm. we normally go to naples right during this time I, that slipped my mind entirely uh but we're gonna go at the end of the month and um and go see saint augustine and do a lot of things it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be, i i literally don't even care if it rains all day I yeah. don't care. And we're going to be there the for... The trip there is going to be amazing. We're going to be there for six hours. Because the day that we get there doesn't count because we're going to be there. No, that counts. The day that we leave won't count, right? And then the, day we the leave anticipation of the day count. before. And then you know why? Bit, mm-hmm. The day that we leave doesn't count. Do you see this? Do, listen. Only when it's convenient, we're going to yeah, count I didn't, a certain I didn't way. argue with you. Mm. I didn't argue with you. I'm just telling you, that's it's a... It's a more pleasant way to look at life. Okay. So then how many days are we going to be there? Let's see. Ooh, four. But really three. Minus, I say four. Minus one divided by seven. Okay. Times 0.37. You know that I saw a commercial nine. for a hotel that said, now with late checkout, 
you apparently you can check out at four so that you can make more of your day. And I was thinking that's never going to work for us because the day that we check out, you have checkout at some places until noon or 11 a.m. We are out by like 830 in the morning. Why do you need? See, here we go. Why do you need the hotel room until noon? Because a lot of people I, like to go last, to the pool yes, or relax. But on the last day, the last thing I want to be doing is sitting inside of a hotel room. Correct. You want to be out. Exactly. But then so it's because like we have you to come check home. out. Yes, but because you check out at that earlier time, doesn't mean that you're not going to enjoy the day. You're actually going to enjoy it more because you're actually going to be in town. Yeah. I guess. I mean, you can see it both ways, but all right. So I was thinking, right, if there, if you have a memory, because I, I feel like I still have a memory, but what are some of the, um, I don't know, I guess it was like your visions of like what you wanted when you saw yourself getting married, right? Like, there were certain things that I wanted that were, like, these are, like, non-negotiables for me. And then, you know, oh, how the turntables. Okay, what are your non-negotiables? Wait, but but what, you're supposed to what, go no, as well. You, you can start. What were your non non It was, like, my expectations of marriage. non-negotiables? Okay, A. A thousand percent I wanted to marry someone Anglo-Saxon okay. white wow see that would have been my luck that would have been my luck yes Why? because yeah that's that's what that's what I could have ended up with what did you hear me say I heard you say Dwight no I said white oh dear yeah, but Dwight also. See? Yeah, Dwight would have fit. See, <laughs> that's why I was like, oh dear. But I wanted... Your podcast would have been Bears Beat Battlestar Galactica. He says he actually hates that, by the way. I'm sure. He says that every time he posts something, a meal, they're like, oh, do you have beats in it? And he's like, okay, guys, that's gotten really, really old. Um, well, what does he expect? Well, okay. 10 years of... Yeah. So, anyway... Um. I wanted to marry someone foreign. If they couldn't well, be, so like what? a white foreign guy. Uh, yes, specifically British, okay. Scottish, maybe French. I wasn't really sold on the French yet. Poor French, they get such a bad rap all the time. Okay, but definitely English. I wanted somebody with an accent. I wanted somebody who didn't live here because that would mean that I would get to travel to Europe a lot. Okay, because maybe we would live like half the time here, half the time over there. I had like this whole vision, right? And I wanted somebody with like light eyes, very, very tall, very, very white skinned, like just like this amazing, like, I don't know, that was just my vision, right? And definite no's were I did not want to get married to anybody who was Cuban. Okay, why? We had neighbors next to us who were so loud all the time. They had a party every weekend. 
And I do not know why in a conversation somebody mentioned Cubans are like that all the time, which I afterwards learned was untrue. But growing up, that was my perception, was that they were very, very loud. They disregarded anybody else's feelings and they were just like too much, right? So that was like a thing. Like I was like beneath me. I don't even want to look at a Cuban. No, nobody who was younger than me, nobody who was shorter than me. I'm already short as it is. All right. So there were certain things that were like, these are musts. And I did want someone older. I had like this whole idea of like a Jane Eyre thing where he was like a little, like a little bit more, more, not a little bit, but like a lot of it older than me. Okay. That was an idea I had. And um, lo and behold, absolutely 90% of that list. <laughs> the only thing you got was the white guy. No, and tall. That's it. Yep. A white tall guy, but everything else, nope. (laughs) Not at all. And it's so incredible because I feel like I was so like a horse with blinders on. Like, that's all. That's all it's going to be. Oh, and you did have the light eyes, but but that was catfishing me. You knew. I knew what? That That I wore those contacts. I didn't really know they were contacts until you told me they were contacts, which was too late. I had already been drawn in by the eyes. Okay. Which turns out that when you get struck by the love bug, all these other things don't matter. The fact that you were native to South Florida meant I was never going to leave South Florida. Ever. There was no reason for you to go anywhere else because everything is here. These were like big dreams of mine that were just like, eh, doesn't matter. What about you? I don't think I had a list. No? No. I don't think that there were, I don't, I don't think there was a list for me. I just kind of went with it. There was no like envisioning of like, oh, one day I want to move out of here or I w- this is what I imagine I never had doing. Any, any dream of leaving South Florida because like you said, everything was here. 22 years later, I look back and I'm like. Were you ever like, I'm never going to like marry somebody who's like, has like brown straight hair? No. I I wasn't, there was no. Particular preference. Okay. I don't know. The only, the only, I think. A tall girl. No. No I, I honestly had no preference. I wonder if all men are like this. Is it just women who like fancy? That is a curious question. I don't know. I'm not sure if, if. I know some men that don't care. Yeah. As long as it's a woman. Right. That's the truth. Right. Huh. Interesting. But I I don't know. Like for me, where I lived wasn't really a thing. I think that, I don't know. I think that I felt um, kind of like this was home. So mm-hmm. I, I never had any thoughts other than that. Um, maybe the keys 
to stay in the keys and mm-hmm. we tried that but mm-hmm. for for money's sake <laughs> we mm-hmm. we had to move up to Miami mm-hmm. um and then i don't know now i wish i wish i would have dreamt bigger i don't think we would be here uh but also had you Maybe dreamt we... bigger then you may not have been here very true. You know. Well, so yeah, so I was technically supposed to go to UF. Did you have like any dreams of like playing professional baseball or anything? I did. I wanted to. But was that like kind of like, oh, if I go to UF, maybe I get a scholarship for baseball or maybe that leads to blah, no, blah, blah. I, my plan was just to try and walk on. Oh, but okay. I had knee stuff. Mm-hmm, because of your injury. And I'm, and just because of that, that's, there's no. There's no chance, um, especially at 18 years old, already with that. Mm-hmm. By the time I got myself into any space for that, I, I let me rephrase it. I don't think I was dedicated to it enough. Okay, okay. It I don't wasn't think, like this is what I have. Yeah, to I do. don't. I don't think I wanted it enough. Because mm-hmm. I remember even we had a horrible coach um, for for baseball. Um, he was our coach because there was nobody else and he sucked. So we lost our, so we had, okay. So we had a really good coach. Um, and he was unorthodox. He would, he would drink beer on the school bus (laughs) when we were coming back from, from our our way games. That's how he coped. Yep, and, you know he listen. He was he was a triple A, um, triple A baseball coach. What is that? For triple um, A is right before you go into the major leagues. Really? Yes. Okay. But he had some some trouble <laughs> that caused him to lose his job, and then Yikes. Uh, he fell back on being a school teacher, high school teacher, and he went and found a job in the Keys because they. Um, they really didn't check all of his background stuff and he was our coach for a couple years and then all that stuff came up and he lost his job. So they put this other guy in there to do it. He just didn't even care. That guy sucked. Mm -hmm. I, I, I didn't play one year because of him. Wow. Because he kicked you out or because you refused to play with him? Because I refused to play with him. Oh, he wow. he would do the stupidest things. Wow. The other coach would, you know, he would push us to to learn. He broke my face twice. And you like the coach that broke your face? Yeah. Than, oh, wow. Okay. He taught me not to get get away from the ball. This reminds me of an episode now that we were talking about Dwight. That's outside. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of an episode with Dwight, right? That Pam tells him uh, to think about one reasonable person that he knows that he thinks is reasonable. And he was like, oh, I, I had a barber once. I thought he was pretty reasonable. And she's like, when you're talking to so-and-so, just imagine you're a barber. And he's like, okay, I can do that. He's like, he used to fight dogs. And Pam is like, wait, he put dogs to fight or he would fight dogs? And he was like, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. 
And I was like, right now that you just said that about your coach, that's not at all what I expected. He sounds so violent. And you were like, I prefer him. It wasn't like he was trying. It wasn't like he was trying to hit my face. (laughs) He was trying to teach me to stay in front of the ball. Right. By close your eyes and just sit there. No. Don't dodge the ball that's coming to your face. No, it was to learn technique. Oh, my gosh. So I learned technique. Yeah, sure. But um, I also pitched the next game with raccoon eyes. There, I mean, because your nose was broken. The yep. nose they never fixed. Nope. Well, he did. Oh. That's why it's all crooked. Oh no. I wonder if he had a beer or a beer or two in him when he fixed it because he left it not straight. Well, he's did not it a doctor. Stopped hurting. Oh, it's not about it. it stopped hurting. Because they say that when they when they crack it back in, it stops hurting. So it, it should have stopped or it should it was have hurt less. more. No, it was less. It was definitely less pain. And your parents did not take you to the hospital. No. Wow. And there was blood all down my, my... I would have taken you to the hospital. No, and here's the best part. It was during lunch. Oh. We had... um, We were getting ready to... Like for... For the season. So we were really, really, really pushing. And uh, so during lunch, we'd go out there and we'd field ground balls. And, uh, yeah. Yep, he smacked me in the face with the ball. Wow. Twice. In the same game. Oh, no. It was once. But one broke and one did not. Yeah, the the second one, I mean, busted up my nose pretty good. Okay. And I bled a lot. But he didn't have to grab it and... Oh Yank my it. god. Who knows if that's the one that actually broke it and because you weren't yanked in the you nose, know, that's, it that's, could have left it crooked because it actually was broken. Yeah. That, that actually like, could that, that could have been that could have been. been. <laughs> so But anyway, um fast forward to now, right? And I feel like there's a lot of things that I envisioned in my life. And again, you know, I'm the one with the very active imagination and dreamer and all of this stuff where perhaps you just have like lived your life like just whatever comes that's just what life has served me you know like just a a meal that you're just eating quietly with with nothing right and for me I feel like there were a lot of things that I imagined marriage to be like and it was an entirely different experience, you know? I feel like my bases of what marriage was supposed to be like were rooted a lot in, like, these, like, old, like, romantic literature books, right? Where it was, I don't know, uh, like, even Disney stories, they end with just, like, they they get married and it's like goodbye they're off in their honeymoon you know happy ever after and it was like yeah but like what happens after and in the after I realized that one of the things that happens is that your wants and desires they they become like synced it be you start liking things that you never thought you were gonna like before you experience things that you've never experienced before. And it's like the person who you were alone merges into somebody new when you're with this person. You become one person. Right. But like I'm thinking, would I 
ever be watching a football game if I were single and ready to mingle? The possibilities are there. But would that be something that that I like? That that's my thing. That on a Sunday afternoon when I'm sitting home alone okay, by myself, I'm turning on the TV and I'm doing that. Would I be playing Halo? There's like a whole other life that runs parallel to this one in which I'm an old maid and I never got married. Why are you laughing? Go ahead. I'm just saying. Like there's another version of me out there. In a, in a multiverse. Have you thought about that? There is, there is one that went and finished dental school. There is no multiverse. There's alternate dimensions. No. Okay, that's for another podcast. Really? <laughs> 22 Wait. years and I'm about to find this out. Okay. That's the other thing, right? We're constantly learning things about each other. But... Okay, did you have anything like that? Where it's like you maybe you were like a planner and you had your life planned out. Like, this is where I'm going to live. This is how many kids I'm going to have. This is what I'm going to do for a job. And it's like, you look 22 years later. I and it's definitely like, did not see myself spending 20 years in retail. That is for sure. Like, I look back. No, on, it's been less than that. No? No, it was less than that. At 14 years old, on the day of my birthday, I started. Oh, I forgot how long you've been in retail. I was thinking about our marriage, but that doesn't have anything to do with it. So it's more than 20 years. Wrong. No, I am right. How long have you been doing this this business on your own? Four years. Okay. So it's 18 years that you spent. 22 years I spent. Okay, how old am I? Wait, but the law... Oh, that's true. <laughs> Simple math. No, Ready? I'm thinking you were already doing retail when we got married, but I forgot you were doing retail before as well. Yes. Sorry, that's my bad. I was okay. 14 years old on yeah. the day of my birthday. I feel like now they would say that that's child abuse. No, you can be 14 and go get a job. But what? The 14-year-olds listening right now are like, what? Are you crazy? A job? <laughs> and that's why. <laughs> why is a 14-year-old listening to our podcast? <laughs> you never know. There could be. Somebody was like bored and they're doing their homework and they're like, oh, look, just people talking. Very true. You Hello, 14-year-old. <laughs> what? Welcome to the show. Why did you look at me like that? I did not say anything bad. <laughs> and then you call attention to it. Uh, of course worst. I am. Okay, continue. Why would I not call attention to, to you saying something? Listen, continue. Stay on track. So, I don't even know what we were talking about anymore. We were talking about how you were in retail. You didn't expect to be in retail that long. Okay, yes. But yes, here. Yeah. Here I am. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so you just never even had any, like, desire of how many kids you want to have or... No. Oh, 
my gosh. Like, literally, you're so boring. A lot of those questions. Well, that's something that a guy, a guy's not sitting in his bed. Yes, there night. are. There is a guy out there right now who's listening who's like saying, hello. I think about the, no, no, it's the, no, I was going to say like, it's, you know, the guys, you know how there is guys who are like the super sensitive souls. Okay. I'm telling you, there is not a guy. Yes. In existence. There's not. There are guys out there who are like, they have dreams. They already know. They're planning their wives' okay, weddings think, but wait, wait, before even meeting them. Let me let me rephrase. Yes, there are guys who are planners and have ideas, but they have no say. None. Well, because I feel like a guy could say, I really want a big family. Okay, hold on. Right? Okay. And they're not going to marry someone who's like, I just want one kid. Let's make let's make this a uh, a thing. All right. I wanted to not get married. Only do the court sign papers. I only wanted one kid and eight dogs. Would you have married me? No, but that's why you marry somebody who would have accepted those okay, terms. So here's the thing. If I fall in love with you, mm-hmm. and I have those ideas mm-hmm. and plans, mm-hmm. and you're like, no, we're not going to have eight dogs. We're going to have four kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but, 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 and you're like, take it or leave it. Mm-hmm. The guy's going to change his mind. Maybe. No. Maybe. There's no maybe. Sure. At 18 years old. Uh, no, but I feel like the reason you're saying why a guy would change their mind, it's not because that makes it sound like, oh, if I don't take her now, I may miss out on my whole life and I may never get married at all. No, it's because not because there's... of that. It's because you're in love. That's what I'm saying. It's like there's things like I did not want to live here okay. at all. I wanted to move and I wanted to go away. And you, from the very get go, could not offer me that. And it was like all of a sudden you realized that. Oh, did that, we not try? No, mm, that's not how I mean it. For for in twenty two years, for there have been one attempt. Let's say that again. Had we wanted it, I feel like we would have made different choices or different decisions. We, we didn't did not have a choice. In our first 10 years of decisions. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to then go with, like, what life is giving you, right? We started, right? We started the 400-meter relay Mm -hmm. with our shoelaces tied, with our hands inside cement buckets. And with everybody else with a minute lead. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. All we did for the first 10 years was try and put ourselves into a space where we could make a decision. And then when we made that decision, I'm grateful that we did not go because we would have had to come back home crying and crawling. Oh my gosh, yeah. Help me, help me, help me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were not ready to go. Absolutely, absolutely. But I'm saying like afterwards when we were in a space that was... Do we buy a home here or do we move? All of a sudden it was like, you know. The, the circumstance des- the also desires, was different. I feel like they 
they just started changing. The things that we once thought were like super, super important, they started changing. I don't know. So that's that's one of those things where it's like, I feel like there's some things that are like not negotiable. But if, is that our if, dreams actually not coming true or our dreams changing? Maybe. Maybe, right? Maybe. I just feel like we put weight on different things now. Where before, to me, it was like, I have to like check off my bucket list items. Now, yeah, getting to do the bucket list items would be cool, but not if I can't do them with you. Right. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And before it would have been like, no, that's just my thing. I just always think about that. Like the different life we could have had, had you married your first girlfriend, you know, had you moved away to college and met somebody over there. It would have been alternate lives. Like all of these existences were possible. All of them could have occurred in some dimension. Yes, but there isn't a parallel happening at the moment. Maybe. No. Maybe. There is not another universe that is running parallel with us. Where if a portal were to open between the two, we would find ourselves... Wow. In two different places. I don't know. Sometimes with you different wonder. people. Sometimes you just wonder, though. Why is it that you feel like you've known someone for such a long time? Don't you ever, like, have that experience? Like, you feel like, I know you, but you can't place them? Does that ever happen to you? Did you hit your head before <laughs> coming to sit down? Okay. I'm sharing too much, right? This is where no, I No, I'm like, just, <laughs> this is new for me. Okay, quiet. Quiet. You don't need to be quiet. Tell me your alien stories. Stop it. No. <laughs> I'm such a sucker for those things. Okay. But future-wise, right? Um, what are some things that now we dream about together? A home in Georgia for our yes. retirement. Yes. Um, a camper. That we can pull on our truck Let's to go talk about and the enjoy. Really quick. Hold on, we'll go back to it. Oh, okay. Um, a pool. Yeah, that one's kind of like eh. Jacuzzi. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Mm. Maybe. Mm. Mm. And what else? I think that's it right now for us. I mean, we can't take our camper to Europe. No, but there but are places that are we places, want to go. Oh yeah, Greece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like those are. But, oh, Greece but those are like, going to be like vacations incredible. and like things that we want to have in between. But like something that's going to be more permanent. I think the camper for sure. The the you know our cabin or our home. You know in, what I would love Georgia. to do with the camper? That's what I was going to say. Hmm? I would like to wrap it in a skin. Okay. That's like our logo. The this and that chat? Wouldn't that be absolutely amazing? You're traveling through America and just like in this like two little coffee cups. Isn't that absolutely adorable? You don't like it. People would be like, who the heck, yeah, what the heck? is this? And we're nobody. <laughs> I, 
I think that's where you get your enjoyment. Just the fact that it would The wouldn't. imagining of what? Yes. They log in and it's like they have 40 subscribers. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> Why did they wrap their entire camp? <laughs> but it would be so fun. We would stick out. Everyone would remember seeing us. People would ask to take pictures next to our camper, even though they have no idea what it was. Because and then it's they would, so yeah. cute. And then they would post it on their Instagram and be like, be I so met somebody cute. famous. And we were Clearly. like. Clearly. They were played. How fun would that be? That would be fun. I think so, too. That would be fun. But. Did you want to marry somebody who was like highly intelligent, super serious, very organized? Because you got the opposite of me. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> I was about to say, I'm like, you're not describing yourself. What are you doing? <laughs> you are intelligent, though. Yeah, very, but uh, very what I mean is like a person who's like, you know, a mental calculator. They're so smart no. about everything. That would be boring. But did you at one time enjoy that? No. No. No, I I think I just feel like you're so The thing is I'm the predictable. serious. Exactly. Yeah. You're so I'm predictable. I'm the serious predictable. And you're so like in your box and all stuff that I feel like it would it never came out of you to say, I want to go look for the polar opposite of myself. I feel like you were comfortable in everything being, you know, like ducks in a row, one, two, three. Like the thing I, is that you were you were a conquest. Oh, so that was more important. I think maybe so. You just didn't know what you wrangled there. <laughs> well, I didn't know what I fell for. Because I fell for you. I, mean, I we've said you? this. We've said this before. I, I honestly, truly feel like it was a love at first sight situation. Yes. yes. And. I would not take no. And this is why I say that no matter if I planned whatever I planned, there was going to be a lot of adjustments on my end to be able to fit the mold, I guess. And here we are, 22 years later. In our back and forth. I and, think... and hold on. Mm-hmm. And the mold is fluid. I feel like that's what I was going to say. Tell me if I'm saying what you just said right now, if this mm-hmm. means the same thing. But I feel like because of the dynamic between us where it's like I'm like out there in the fringe, right? And you're like here that that keeps things dynamic moving exciting like different is that what you mean yes. where it doesn't it just, fit the mold it, right keeps the mold changing? the mold is like it it's not like we're not we don't we will never get to a final form right it's constantly like adjusting and shifting and whatever which is fine which is fine. I just always, I've always wondered those things. If you ever had like this, yeah, like I expected, you know, a business type woman or some. This is like what you had in your mind. I don't know, right? Yeah, no. 
I don't know. I, like I, again, I go back to it, and I don't think that I I necessarily had a specific type. Yeah, and it's interesting because because I was so young, right, and inexperienced. My entire uh, list of qualities that I was looking for were pretty much physical qualities. Okay, and ancestral qualities. It's all the the stuff you were reading. Right, but I'm saying like as an adult now, I feel like I look back at that stuff and now I am um, thinking like there's character things that I would want that would take precedence over any of that right Mm -hmm. like somebody who can't has like zero humor at all right or they're way too strict like regimented and too military in their you know this is the way it has to be you know like those would be things that would be like "Ah, you could look really good but mm, we're not gonna vibe you know, so it's it's just how it changes to there's things now that if you had had the driest humor, I wouldn't have known. Thankfully, you don't. But if you did, I would have gotten stuck with that. Yeah, that's the thing. But even if you. OK, so I've always said this, that there is a person and we've talked about this. There's a person that you marry, and then you never see that person again. Because as they grow, they change and adjust and reform the way that they think, the way that they do, the way that they act, like all that stuff. It's constantly changing. And I've said this to you that I feel like I've married four, maybe five different versions of you. Because who you are now, you weren't two years ago, two and a half years ago. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm, I'm sure that it's the same for you because I know I'm not the same person. Not in a bad way. Is it some bad situations that have caused some of those changes? Yeah. But... And some good situations. And some good and good situations, yeah, of course. But like we grew up together. And I think this is kind this is kind of how you become one person. You start off as two completely individuals riding on different rails and you're trying to get onto the same path. Then you start on the same path and it's choppy and rocky and moving and there's nothing that's normal. And as you go through that process, you become, it becomes a smoother ride and you become a lot of the same person. So why do so many people then split up? What happened to the growing together? Do they you feel like everybody they don't want to conform. grows together? No. Because I don't feel like everybody, they're supposed to be a growing together. Yes, but there has to be a desire they, they have to have a desire. Mm-hmm. If they don't have the desire to grow and change, then you won't. You won't have that. That won't be existent. 
And that's, I mean, that's, that's what it is. I feel like if people asked us, what do you think has gone right in your marriage? Why do you suppose that you still are as in love as you expect someone who's like newlywed to be, right? I feel like the answers that people expect would not be the answers that they would be getting. And it would be completely if they like, were, what? Yeah, if they were to ask us that 10 years ago or 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like answers would have been different as if you asked us during this time, right? But I feel like the more time you have, the more time you have to reflect on, right? So at 10 years of marriage, we only had 10 years of experience together. Mm-hmm. Now at 22, you've got 22 years of experience together where it's like, oh, yeah, before you thought it was the fact that you really, really are, like, attracted to him. Well, that's actually not the case at, you know, year 15 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like you have more information. So now you can see things differently. But I just feel like I heard this guy on YouTube. Um, I don't know if he was doing a TED talk or what, but he was saying something about like the absolute most critical thing that you have to do. You know, he was like, Oh, some people are going to tell you, no, like date your wife, date your wife. You got to do that. And yeah, that's important. But what good is dating your wife? If you're not keeping everything hot in the bedroom. Right. And he was like, you got to keep that spice alive. You got to try new things because if that dies, your marriage is dying. (laughs) And I was like, oh, buddy, no, you got that all wrong. You got it all wrong. Because if that's if that's the focus of your marriage. I don't know how long he's been married. I don't even know if he is married. Okay, but at some point. That, you know, like people like watching romantic movies because there's like this tension that is between the two characters, right? And everyone's waiting for that kiss because that kiss is like the bringing of these tensions, like like the fulfillment of these tensions. But once that kiss has happened, that tension has been changed Mm -hmm. right and now changes to physical desire once that physical desire has been met okay you're feeding that flame but eventually it's like okay what else is left Mm -hmm. and then guess what anybody else can give you that same tension anybody else can give you that same desire physically and you could essentially go through life riding that high and when you get that low you just move on to the next person and then that's all it becomes right that is to me when the hard times come that there is no physical intimacy at all that is so ridiculously out of this world that it is enough to carry you through the moments when I'm rethinking why in the world did I marry you? It's not enough. So this guy had it all wrong. 
And I was thinking, yeah. I feel like I, the we, things that we could say would be like, people would be like, well, I'm clearly not following your advice. And it would be like, yeah, we would not but, have given ourselves that advice either. It, it and yet worked. somehow. But it worked for us, though. So strange. So it, weird. What if we but, have uncovered something here and no one will ever know? Because it's so ridiculously not what anybody would expect. That people are like, that can't possibly work. And yet, it works for us. Because you got to think, all those people who are celebrating at 80 years married, and they and you look at them, and you still see him look at her like that. Well, it's like my grandparents. Like My grandparents got married at 13. Mind you, grandparents, they're 80-something. So this was a whole other lifetime ago this when that in, was allowed. In, in Cuba. Okay. <laughs> but at 13, right? They had my uncle at 14, my aunt at 16, and my dad at 17. Right? And my dad was telling me a story. Um, so my mom had, had surgery this past week, and they were staying at my grandparents' house. Um, cause it's closer to, for therapy and whatever. And they were telling me that my grandparents are like newlywed children. Like my grandfather is chasing my grandmother to give her something. And my grandmother's like, I mean, they're old. They're 84 years old, you know, and they are acting like if they're 15 or 16, you know, fresh love. So what was their trick? I don't think that they could give us an answer either. But I wonder if at the base of all that, there's something like a a true binding of your soul, which I don't actually think is, is only exclusive to couples. I feel like you can find a person. Okay, you know how people say that's my person, right? For a lot of these people who's actually that is actually their person, right? That could be in the form of a sister, of a friend, of a spouse. It doesn't necessarily have to be, oh, this is a romantic thing. Okay, but if you have this person that is your person, that you bind your soul to them in some way, right? That has nothing sexual in it, right? I wonder if that is like the thing that nothing else can break you apart because you literally would be like a half of you, a part of you would be dying that you would never cut that out. What about the people who are with each other, stay with each other, but For a lot 60 of them years, are happy. And at the end of 60 years, they're just like, for lack of a better way of putting it, they're just like, I just wish the other person would die already so I can actually have some peace before I go. Right. And that's just a comfort <laughs> thing. It's just a comfort it's thing. It's a habit, right? Right. And it's just like, it's, it's that's what's why, known. But that's why it happens. This is a known, you know. And I'd, it happens a lot at the empty nest stage. Yeah. Because now... The glue that there was, which was the kids, are gone. And then these couples are like, now what the heck do I do with you? Now it's just us. And here we are having our best life. 
Cheers to our best life. Cheers to our best life. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so, I love you, babe. Oh, same boogs. Here's to another. Oh, let's say something to us. There's another. Uh, here's, here's to another. You think we can go 50 more? Yes. Here's to another 50. Yes? Cheers to that. So in 50 years, mm-hmm. when we sit down to record our podcast. Yeah. You can imagine that. Some old people on here. I mean, that would be incredible. Yeah. Here's to, here is to looking forward to our next evolution. Oh, Lord. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. All right. That's all for today. Yes. So join us. And continue to see us change into... And maybe... Our next form. Maybe between now and the 50 years, we do discover the alternate selves. And then we can invite them, and we would have the this and that chat, and the that and this chat from the two different dimensions joining together there to collaborate. There could be a dimension in which this became a TV show. Like the I Love Lucy. Hmm. Interesting. My brain has <laughs> just gotten excited. Anyways. <laughs> Join us next time as we continue to share our insanities, our crazy thoughts, and whatever else comes out of our mouth. Because honestly, there, <laughs> there is no script. So if you have a friend and you want them to enjoy it, send them a link to our podcast. And like we said last week, if you have an enemy and you you hate our show, oh god, send it to them too. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us. Until next time. Until next time. Goodbye now.